What's good, y'all? This is Dope Dialogue presented by Black Monopoly. Today we got on Jamil, not Jamal. Yeah. What's good, bro? Life is good, man. Life is good. It's beautiful, man. Smooth, smooth. Shit, like, just talking to you beforehand, like, your story's dope. The yeah. way you're evolving is dope. We could just see, just, you know, from the notes you have behind you, that you have a journey on and you're going to get what you work for, what yeah. you envision. Exactly. I believe you You get what you deserve, man, and, and you only deserve what you work for. For sure. So... Um, yeah, do you want me to look at you? Look at the camera, it's kind of, or just area, do it matter? Like, you can look at me, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a little bit both. That's there you go, whatever you want. Try to pay attention, man, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm definitely um, down to put the work in, bro. All right, so let's jump right into it. Uh, yeah. could you give like a little background of where you're from, like what city, what was it like growing up? Yeah, so, um, I was born out here in LA. Uh, my first home was in Watts, I believe. It only lasted about uh, six months, first six months of my life, until me and my mom dipped out of here. Pops was tripping. So we went to, uh, you know, better living in in, uh, in East Oakland. Um, yeah, me and her for a while, and then I lived there for probably until I was seven, moved to a small town called Hollister, California. Very agricultural town, not too many black people that look like me for surely. I think I graduated with like three other black people. Pretty sure it was like three others. And um, yeah, then went to junior college in Gilroy, the town next to it, probably like 20 minute drive, another little small town, a lot of Mexicans and uh, and white people, which is, which is, I'm blessed. I'm thankful for it because it really gives me a different perspective. I, I grew up with a lot of different perspectives. Uh, from just, you know, different-minded people. And then I uh, went to Sacramento State after that, got a degree in communications, public relations. Um, didn't do anything with that, but then that's when I started doing photography. Smooth. Yeah. So photography is what you do now. Like, you built your brand, Jamil, not Jamal. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you, you know, take, go from graduating with a degree in communications and then, you know, just mastering your craft of, Photography, like how did you use it to maneuver and build your brand? Everything with me is natural, man. So it's like uh, I, I say, like I'm one of the most blessed people you you see, just because I think my life is just it just works out in certain ways where it just makes sense, and then I just make it make sense if that makes sense. Not for sure. Um, <laughs> so with Jamil, not Jamal, you know my name is Jamil, spelled J A M I L, Malik Taylor. Uh, which means honest, handsome King Taylor, you know Taylor, being the the white part. So, uh, but uh, Jamil Malik is a Muslim name. My my father wanted me to have a, a strong black name that meant something. So my my name means um, honest or handsome King. Uh, so yeah, but obviously that doesn't really transfer over to most people especially you know in the caucasian realms uh jamil almost every single time immediately becomes jamal you know that's ever since i was in kindergarten i remember that as sure. my kindergarten teacher miss d in hayward california um yeah just jamal and i like i don't yo that's not my fucking name like you know what i mean like he, it's five letters, and there's definitely an I right there, you know what I mean? And you taught us how to spell, right? you know what I mean? So it's like, what the fuck, nigga? Uh, and then that just transfers, you know what I'm saying? You just meet people 
throughout life and it's Jamal, especially I, you know, my main source of income up until uh, a few years ago, like two years ago, I think, uh, was as a waiter. You know, I worked in several different restaurants. Um, anything from Cheesecake Factory to, you know, P.F. Chang's to, you know, your, your top restaurants. Not top restaurants, but your, your um, what do you, like you said, like the, the biggest known, the chain, like the chain, chain restaurants, gotcha, right? Gotcha, big like, chains. A lot, yeah, gotcha. those. So, um, you know, you serve a lot of people. How are you doing? My name is Jamil. Welcome to Cheesecake. Okay, nice to meet you, Jamal. Can I please have a, and it's just like, bro, like, why are you not Jamil, listening yeah. <laughs> For real. to who the fuck I am? Like, you, like, that's serious. You know what I mean? That's a problem, but I understand it. You know what I mean? I, 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 I don't understand. I think it's like a, it's an undertone of racism right there. You know what I mean? You just equivalently, like, you just change somebody's name to something that you're familiar with, even though it's unfamiliar for you. It's weird. But, um, yeah, I just I always hated that. So, when I was able to, you know, have an Instagram, which is how it came about, and, you know, you're going through your different names. Like, I think my first name was, like, a, Red Kool-Aid Sipper. For real? Yeah, I think that was my first Instagram day. I thought that was cool. I was drinking some Red Kool-Aid at the time. It was fire. Um, Kool-Aid Sipper. Red Kool-Aid Sipper. And then it was like, and then I just started, uh, you know, kind of getting into who I was. So then I put it, I changed it to Taylor since 90. You know what I mean? My last name being Taylor and I was born in 1990. So it was like Taylor since 90. And then I think one day I was just in my room smoking weed, and I was just like, yeah, Jamil, not Jamal. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Just bored, changing names, and then it just kind of stuck. Like, people, somebody must have said something. It must have been a girl said something. It was just like, yeah, I like that. So I just kept it, and then it was just flavorful. So like I said, bro, it just kind of happens organically, and I just kept it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It just catchy, and then people just like, people always smile. Or they'll be like, I wasn't going to call you that. And I'm like, no, I'm not telling you that you're gonna call me Jamal. I'm telling you, like, you just asked me what's my Instagram. You know what I mean? Jamal, not Jamal. And they're like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, it makes sense. Got you. It flows. Got you. So what put what first put the camera in your hand? Like uh, jobs. I kept getting fired. I'm not not one of those people that likes being told what to do, especially if I can do it a different way and can do it better, or I can just do it my way so it fits my style. You know what I mean? When you're working for you know, chain restaurants and corporations, they don't give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? I care about the money and we have a formula here and you need to follow the formula and I'm not a, I'm, I don't, I don't fit in to anything. You know what I mean? If I can't be myself. So either I would get bored and, and do some something stupid or they would just get tired of me because I'm not somebody that's gonna just hold my tongue. I'm not disrespectful by any means, but if you're not gonna just say something to me and just expect me to to not ask questions about it or to just accept it. For real. You know, as a truth. Because I'm like, no, that's not, a, no. You know, I'm, I'm big on that. Even if it, you know, makes things tougher for me, at least I'm gonna stand up to what I think and what I say, because I believe that it's worth that much. So in doing so, I, you know, you you annoy people. You piss people off. Uh, when you figure out how to get discounts and increase your tips, you know, through a, through a, uh, you know, a company error in the computer system that you figured out, 
and you just work that at every single restaurant until it doesn't work and then you just move to the next restaurant you know what I mean and you leave that last restaurant off your off your application you just keep doing that <laughs> that's, that's the art of finesse right there yeah it's just a finesse man it wasn't real. it wasn't like I was stealing nothing I was just depreciating something's value to increase mine Shit, that shit makes sense. Yeah, man. Yeah, it makes sense to me. For real. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's a beautiful part. But doing that, you know, you getting fired, you get tired of getting fired, right? You get tired of going to these jobs and doing that stupid ass shit, going to Chipotle, making burritos, sweating over the burritos. You know what I'm saying? You get tired of having to put on this white suit and go to Cheesecake Factory and be told what to do and be there for hell long, bro. Just, and then you you look at TV and you see other people just making money. For real. Doing what they want to do, right? So I've always wanted to take pictures. I always, I always like just seen it. Like you know, I thought I was gonna be a model growing up. I always used to, as a little kid, I would tell my mom, not a kid, probably like you know, thirteen. I'd be like, "Yo, mom, I'm gonna be in. You open a magazine one day, and I'm gonna be in it." But as a model, because I thought I was good looking. You know what I mean? I thought my body was all cut at the time when I was young. I thought I was dumb strong. And uh, yeah, so I used to always tell her that. But then. Um, my friend Anthony, his mom took pictures in high school, and I was just, I was like, damn, that's dope. You know what I mean? Like I, was, I just felt like it was dope because one thing about me is I hate forgetting things. You know what I mean? So if you take a picture of it, you got it. For sure. Forever. You know what I'm saying? You don't just have the picture, but you have the moment. You know what I'm saying? You have the memory. So you have the memory. You have the sound. You know what I'm saying? You got the smell. You got everything just based off having by capturing a picture. So, you know, looking at life in that way as a way to uh, stop time, which is what you're doing, you know what I mean? Because you can never, no matter what happens, bro, we could, you could do the same thing we're doing today, but we'll never do it the exact same as when we did. You know what I mean? We could meet up at the same time, the same place, we could wear the same shit, you know, but uh, it'll never happen exactly the way it happened, like, right now. And if we don't capture it right now, we'll miss it forever you know and, and most times that's very significant but sometimes you know what i mean you capture some powerful shit in that that one twenty fourth, one two fiftieth of a second you know what i mean like, there's a lot of power in that it's a lot of control and that's beauty it's a whole lot of beauty in that you know so that the the love for memories and i i've always hated losing memories even as a kid, you know, I was always a pack rat. I'll keep some homework if it meant something to me. You know what I mean? If I if I did an A, and this was you when I was young, if I did an A real nice, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it in my bottom drawer with all the other drunk. It's because I remember when I did that that day. She was hard. You know what I mean? So um, my love for memories and and the fact that I kept getting fired, you know, was bothering me. So. Uh, and I, I just started saying I wanted a camera, and my mom never, my mom always listened, but she never, you know, she didn't really do, do nothing about it. That sounds bad. Let me reiterate nah. that. Because that, that, <laughs> right. no, I didn't, I didn't like that shit. I was like, so I always wanted a camera, right? And But I never did it. You know what I mean? Because I looked at how much camera it was, and I was so frugal. You know, I never, never really had money like that, and I never seen anybody prior to moving to L.A., really get money and just have large amounts of money to do sp spend however they wanted right sure. um, so I never got one but during Christmas 2015 my mom bought me a camera 
the best thing ever. You know, it was a Nikon D5300. It was like the little kit shit. You know, she probably bought it for six 600 came with the body and uh, the lens or something. The lens, yeah. You know, she, she had to put that on. She would make payments on a QVC. So, but she did that for me and that shit meant everything. So that means that she invested into me. You invest into me, you gonna get your investment back. You know what I'm saying? Guarantee every single time. Or you shouldn't do it. Um, so she did that. So I had the camera, right? And then I was going to Sacramento State at the time. And my whole thing was, I'm just gonna carry it every single day. You know what I mean? Like, I fucking hated school, but I, I loved being at school because it got me out of that small town life. Hollister, very small town. You know, the, my, my way out of that, out of that routine of, you know, what I, I would call a boring life, an unfulfilling life for me, just because I, I, there's just so much to see in the world, bro. And just being in a small town where you, like, well, you got a movie theater and a fucking Target, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah, come on, bro. I'm trying to live. So I need to get out. So, you know, college was my way. So when I was at Sacramento State, um, yeah, man, I just had it every day. Even if I didn't take a picture all day, like I would just have it just because mentally I wanted people to attach me with having a camera. Even if they don't know me, you know what I mean? You, you, see, you see me walking through campus every day, you're gonna know uh, he got a camera. Like, he, man, he always got a camera, who's that? You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't ask me, I just want I just want to give people the chance to think about it, like when you see me. So sure. that was my whole mentality. Especially when, you know, I started doing it for fun, but then I was just like, yo, I keep getting fired from these jobs, so I need to make something, like, you know, some extra money. And um, so, yeah, then I started just charging, you know, people in my class that would see me with the camera every single day. Um, I just started charging them like 80 bucks for grad shoots. And it was only 80 bucks, I didn't have the confidence. You know, my, my whole problem with me is my confidence, just because I never expected any of anything to happen from me picking the camera up. I didn't even expect to become a photographer. I just expect to, you know, capture memories. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, so you wasn't thinking about it as a business or like that? Nah, I was thinking of it as, you know, let me make sure my mom ain't waste her money. Let me use this shit all the time, you know? And yeah, you I'm going to school it. for fucking communications to do public relations to do nothing, really, because I didn't even know what the fuck to do with that. I was just, I don't know, communicating. I didn't even know how to talk. You know what I mean? That's got to be useful. I got to be able to get a job off talking. So that was my idea behind that. But it, I fucked school, bro. I hated school. So, um... Got you. So, like, that was the... That's what led you down to picking up the camera yeah. and then putting it into use. Exactly. So just having that, doing those... <coughs> doing the... You know, class portraits for people with no confidence. Um, it gave me, it gave me the the. It gave me what school never gave me, which was the reason to learn. Got you. you know what so, I mean? so like doing the portraits gave you like hands-on experience. Gave yeah, you like the but then it was just like too. I just had this camera I don't know nothing about. For sure, and you learning it you as you use it. Yeah, I'm learning as I go. So gotcha. I'm fucking spending hours on YouTube watching tutorials and shit. You know what I mean? I'm hours, bro. Like, like I said, like I, um, 
was prescribed Adderall, you know, Adderall keep you up for a long ass time. For sure. You know what I mean? And I would, I would just literally just watch YouTube, man. It's a, um, what is that brother's name? I want to shout him out just in case this go big or something one day. Sure. This nigga, Terry White. Well, yeah, Terry White on shout YouTube. Shout out Terry White. <laughs> brother, go through Lightroom for you. Teach you everything about Lightroom, man. I just stayed up and just, man, I just watched YouTube for so long, bro. And then until, till, like, I just got confidence behind it to really, um, just really was like, yo, I can, I want to keep doing this. You know, this is fun. Like, I'm, I'm shooting girls, talking to girls. Um, you know, I got a purpose. For sure. That's, that's the cool part. It gave me a purpose. Now, I have a, I have a, I have a purpose and a reason. I have a reason to go outside. Because now I can look outside and be like, God, God damn, I've been looking at that flower over there this whole time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But now with the camera, there's a certain beauty in it. Because if I, if I take a picture of it at this angle... Now that flower look amazing. They tell a different story. They tell a different story because the light is hitting it different. You know what I mean? I was looking at it from this angle over here, but now I got my camera. I was like, yo, let me go to the other side of it. Let me see what that side look like. Gotcha. It gives me a, yeah, bro. It is. Gotcha. So, like, how do you translate that, like, that same eye to capturing people? Like, does it have to be like a, a natural thing, or is this somewhere where you have to be like, I'm a doctor this, this setting for you? Preferably. Like me, like I said, bro, I'm real big on natural. <laughs> so, like, what my my passion would come through from capturing memories, you know what I mean, that I want to remember, which is very selfish to me because it's only the memories that I want to remember. I think that's what gives me my eye because I look for things that I want to remember. So, um... That's a gem right there. You know, when... when uh My preferred shooting would be the uh, spontaneous or the, uh, um, what do you call it? What do you call it when you take a picture of somebody, but they're not really paying attention? Oh, we're talking about like the, the candid. Candid, right? Yeah. That's my favorite. You know what I mean? I'd rather get, I want to get hired for a party or for, especially like a studio or, you know, I like being the second shooter at a wedding because there's no real responsibility other than, you know, you just make sure you capture shit. You know, and uh, yeah, bro, because therefore you, you get the memory, you get the emotion. Like I I like to shoot for emotion and the passion, whether somebody's angry or somebody's fucking, you know, happy as fuck and they just cheesing, you know what I mean? Like that shit, is, it, it, it means something. And then when some, you give that somebody else who wasn't there at all, when you show them that, it transfers. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So once again, and that's just based off of my memory. How is what was happening? Like I didn't do nothing. I didn't tell them to stop and pose and do this and do that. I'm not trying to create nothing. That's not there. That's not. Um, so you try to make yourself like as little as possible to affect the situation. So you check, do, do you have to make yourself invisible while you're doing like these damn near candid shots? Yeah, but I like that too because I don't I don't want to talk to nobody. Got you. I'm I'm cool with being by myself. You know what I'm saying? Majority of the time, bro, I like it. So if I can be out somewhere and be able to be able to engage with people without engaging, because that's exactly what it is. You know what I mean? When a photographer is out there, like, and I'm just you, you see me at a party and I'm just moving around. I ain't really talking to nobody. I might be like, yo, just so you turn around and then that motherfucker smiling at the perfect time and boom, capturing you. I'm dipping off to the next person and it's not weird. 
For sure. Because I'm, you know what that's what I'm there to do for. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it's just the best. But then if I do want to talk to you, I have something to talk to you about instantly. Yo, I was over there, and I just took this fire-ass picture of you. Look at that. You're going to be like, oh, shit, that was dope. Nigga, I didn't even see you over there. Duh, duh, duh. Like, oh, what's, what's up? Who are you? My name is Jamil, not Jamal. You know, I live out here in LA. Oh, okay, which... I'm whoop de whoop de whoop and now we talking and engaging, you know what I mean? And who knows what happens from there. And that can happen anywhere. I could be at the grocery store, I could be outside, I could be staring at this window from down there. And as long as it, it's not weird, you know what I mean? I have no problem approaching somebody and be like, yo, I was over there and I captured this amazing photo of you. You know what I mean? I'd love to send it to you. Boom. Ten times out of ten, people are like, damn, bro, like, that's, dope. That's an instant connection right it's there, for real. It's an instant connection off of, off of what? I'm not hoping to get nothing out of it. I'm just seeing something I want to remember. Like, damn, that, that was beautiful. And I want you to remember it, too. Here, let me give you back your memory. You know what I mean? Let me give you, let me give you back you. Which, is that's the, that's the beautiful part of the business. You, I'm just selling people themselves. Dang, that's dope. I never even pictured it or heard it like that. Yeah. That's wild. That's a beautiful thing. I'm all I'm, but that's the toughest part too, because that that's what I was just talking about is like you know the candidates. But then when you you know when you want to continuously get booked and continuously work, you move into portraits. You know, do shit like the the grad shoots and um, you know the the business portraits, the family portraits, and things like that. Where now, ironically, is like when people have to really look at themselves. It's like they see themselves for what they actually look like. And majority of the people don't like what they look like. Naturally. You have to tell them what to do. You have to tell them, no, like this. No, put your hand like this. No, sit up, drop your shoulders back. No, now twist. Beautiful, smile, don't smile. Close your mouth. Open your mouth a little bit. Fake laugh. You know what I mean? Naturally, which is... Like, bro, it's just deep, man. You really think about it, man. <laughs> you really think about it because it's just like, damn, like people really don't like what they look like. That's super deep for real. Majority of the time, man. Like, unless you have that confidence, you know what I mean? But then, you you know, yeah, unless you just have that real confidence in yourself that you like what you look like. And then there are people, there are plenty of people like that as well where they just like, man, know what to do. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. These are all my good sides. No, I ain't got no bad side. Nigga, I'm good. Like, uh, 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 nigga, I'm, you know what I'm saying? But you got to get them. Everybody has, wait, let me switch that up because everybody has that in them. They just don't know. So it'd be the photographer's job is that's when you start working is you got to bring people out of themselves, out of their own insecurities to really look at themselves as who they are and be themselves so then they can get a picture of themselves. That's that's deep right there too. Yeah. Like so, you gotta bring themselves out of them so you can actually capture that true, fucking image of themselves. Yeah, got you. Damn, that's deep. That's deep. Bro, it's a lot to think about. Bro. For sure. That's why I don't like. You know. Take it serious. No, I, I, I was say that's why I don't like doing certain things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, sometimes it's like too much work. Like, yo, I just need you. You hired me to take this picture, basically. Like, I don't want to bring your confidence up, and I don't want to have to do that, you know, that, because it's just hard. Sure. <laughs> I say it's hard, especially when you, you just meet people off a of rip. Like, I just met you, you know what I'm saying? You DM me about a photo shoot. I told you the price. You agreed to it. You sent a deposit. I showed up, and now it's like, I hate what I'm wearing. So now it's actually work that you got to... Bro, 
I'm just like, oh my God. But I'm like, because I'm so real. So in my mind, I'm like, you picked that shit. For real. Like, you picked that shit. Like, you knew it was a photo shoot today. You picked that shit. You knew it was a photo shoot. You knew your nails, you needed your nails to be done to feel confident. Now you're telling me that your nails aren't done. So now you don't want to show your nails, right? So if I had in mind to pose you a certain way, now I got to do everything without the nails. You know, or I, you, you, it's just too much to think about, bro. <laughs> it's fun, though. Smooth. So, like, so now you get the opportunities to take photos of humans who happen to be celebrities. Yeah. High value people. How'd you get yourself in that position? Um, naturally. You know, everything happened naturally. Everything for happens real. naturally, bro. Like, it's not too much. I say this delicately, but it's not too much effort as far as. I've learned not to force life, but more so accept it, you know. Definitely, you can definitely position your place yourself somewhere, certain places, anytime you want, you know what I mean? You have full control over yourself. But life, I don't think anybody really has full control over life, you know what I mean? Any motherfucker earthquake can come right now and just knock this whole shit down, we gone. We have no control of that, you know? So. Yeah, man, I would say it's pretty natural. So how it came to be about was uh, um, you know, obviously uh, J.C. on Taylor, which is known as The Game, which is my brother. Love him to death. Um, so long story short, I didn't grow up out here. I didn't grow up with him at all. So um, up until one day... Then I seen the How We Do video, and some shit happened, and I learned that I even had a brother. You know what I mean? I didn't know how many, I didn't, I didn't know anything about my dad's side of the family. So, other than the fact that I had a dad, and he lived in L.A., that's pretty much all I knew. But that's all I cared about, no, I really, whatever, me and my mom, we were straight, living. Uh, Love my mom forever, ever, 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 ever. So, first and foremost. But, anyway, Found out he was my brother, uh, which was which was cool. It was like a real big culture shock. I was in high school, I think, in uh, junior, in junior high school and shit. And that's when the How We Do shit came out. Like I said, shit happened and just found out. So, like, I linked up with him a couple times. It was one time he had a concert out in San Jose. Was able to link with him there, and then uh, his son Justice's first birthday, I came out here. Right, but then after that, there was some family drama that had happened, and so we really didn't talk. I didn't really see him for 10 years after that. You know what I mean? Like, we would talk about Instagram, like, you know, it's my brother. I've only, I've, I don't know, I see people for who they are, not for what they portray to be. So, I never really cared about the game I was just happy to have a brother like an older brother I was like this is dope so I you know I got plenty of them out here he's not the only one but you know for topic's sake uh, I'll keep it on him uh, but yeah so I just always you know just seen him as a brother so I even though like I didn't see him I'll still DM him you know happy Father's Day Merry Christmas bro you know um, you know how are you doing today simple shit you know, he would reply back every every now and again. Not every time, but every now and again. I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Life is good. Can't complain. Blessed. Shit like that. Real short. You know what I mean? But it was cool. That's all, that's all I needed. And um, 
you know, at that time I was young, so of course I'm, you know, going back, I'm game brother, you know, and this was a small town Hollister, so that, it means something, but it means nothing at the same time, you know. So, which which humbled me real real quick. So I was like, all right, yeah, you game brother, but you're still over here with us, nigga, so, nigga, cool, you be that. You know what I'm saying? We, you going to play basketball or not? You coming to practice, nigga, or, or are you going to be game brother? <laughs> so it's like, real life. Yeah. Real. And then, yeah, so it, it, that never really mattered to me. I was just happy to have a brother, bro. For sure. So then, you know, we fast forward to about three years ago now, I think, and uh, our our dad dies. So that kind of brought, you know, all of us back together in one area, all of us, me and all, all of his kids. He had like, I don't say like 15 kids or something, at least 12, 12, 15 kids, I, I think. Yeah, I can't even Rolling Stone. Can't even remember. You know right. what I'm saying? But that's a different time period, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, different time period. So I completely understand it. Um But yeah, so once that happened, you know, I, uh, we just kinda connected at the funeral. You know, just once again very small, like, you know, just but there's mutual respect that I feel me and him have. And it's not spoken on but it, it's a feeling you know what I'm saying just mutual respect so um after the funeral I was home like back in Hollister and he had near me and he was like yo you got your passport and I was like nah he was like go get it you know what I'm saying you go get it when I'm going tour and I was like oh shit for sure you know what I mean because I think before I had DM'd him one time I was watching Gary V on YouTube Child Gary V was like, yeah, sure. Child Gary V. Gary V was like, yo, you just need to DM people and just ask them. DM, DM the people you want to work for and just say, I work for you for free. For sure. So I was like, got on my phone, DM them, like, yo, bro, I want to work for you for free. And this was, this was, yeah. And then he was like, doing what? And I said, photography. And then he started, you know, saying, you see the little bubbles pop up and then they disappear and they never popped up again. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. So then he was like, going on tour. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I got this camera and I've been working it. By this time, I was doing the class portraits and, and I graduated college. So I was moving, I moved back to uh, Hollister where I was substituting. And um, what was I doing? I was substituting working at the restaurant at the same time. And then, uh, yeah, so my ass just like jumped up, went and got the passport, right? But because I'm so frugal and st stupid, she was like, do you want to expedite it? And I'm thinking like he's hitting me, you know, like we gonna go on tour, but I'm thinking th this was like during the winter, like it was like January. So I'm, I've never been on tour. I never even thought about going on tour. I dreamt about it for surely. I definitely stood in the middle of the street, smoked about it. It was just like thought of it, aka manifested it. For sure. You know what I mean? If you want to call it that. Um, but I never really thought it would happen. So anyway, I'm thinking like he says tour, so I'm thinking oh, you know tours happen during the summer because who the fuck would want to travel during the winter? You right, know? right. So she like you want to expedite? I'm like no, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna save the fucking seventy bucks or whatever it was, my cheap ass. And I go home and I'm excited. Da da da. Anyway. I want to say, bro, like four days later, I look on Instagram and he posted a picture of the tour dates and it's like for the next week. Right? Or it's like, it's not the next week, it's like the week after that, but it's dumbass soon. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck, yo? Like, I hit him and I'm like, yo, tour is, you know what I mean, right? Soon? He's like, oh yeah. So I'm like, 
Oh my God, bro. Did I just fuck this up, bro? Because I'm not going to have my passport in time. Right, right. Right? So I'm hot at myself, right? Just, oh, I was just hot. But then I just had to accept it. And I was just like, fuck it, man. I got, you know, take the L. I just messed up an opportunity to go to Europe. You know what I mean? But fuck it. I know it's possible now. So now, fuck it, let's just go to work and just do it back, get back to the regular routine. And we go, you know, get there we get there. Maybe, maybe not, whatever. Bro, I'm sitting there chilling. I forgot where I was, somewhere. But mind you, like, the two, they were supposed to leave on Tuesday, right, for the tour. This must have been Saturday. For whatever reason, bro, the passport comes like in a week and a half. This passport's supposed to take four weeks, four to six weeks. Shit come a week and a half as if I expedited. Bro, I, my mom sent me a package, bro. I, I think I was at my boy Tyler's house smoking for surely. And I fucking dipped. I was like, yo, I gotta go. Went home, seen that passport. Immediately, like, I, I sent my brother a picture of the passport. Like, yo, I got it. He was like, cool, send me a picture of, of you know, your picture without the hologram. You know, and I did that. And he was like, all right, man, I'm going to have whack hit you. Dope. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is real. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't get excited for things until they happen, bro. Just because I, I don't want to be let down. True. You know what I mean? So until it's actually happening, bro, I don't, I'm just like, fuck. Like, it, it might happen, it might not, whatever. Um, But yeah, but I was just like, yo, that's so crazy. Like, how the fuck? My passport should not be here. You know what I'm saying? For real. It's that natural thing you were talking about. Natural here, shit, man, you know what I mean? Like I, per, I did not pay for the expedite, so it, there's no way that it should be here, you know. But shit got there. So anyway, fast forward, you get on, go on tour. You know what I'm saying? My first tour, first time shooting shows, Dope. anything, you know. And it was the best thing ever because he just let me do whatever I want. Dope. Let me do whatever I want. He like after the first show, I was kind of timid, like. Man, I, I really wasn't even confident to this day, bro. This is my biggest, my biggest uh, fault is I'm just not confident behind the camera. I just keep going, right, for some reason. But um, uh, it's because I know that I don't know so much. So I know that I'm not at my greatest. There's no way I can give you my greatest right now because there's so much of books down here that I haven't read. So there's so much information about cameras I, I don't know. So therefore, the work that I do is not my best work. So I think that's where my lack of confidence comes from, if you want to call it that. It's probably the wrong use of it, but anyway. But it helps you grow um, too, though, for sure. Yeah, it just, keep, it just keeps me honest about myself. Like, sure. oh, you, you've had these books here for three years and you haven't touched them, bro. There's hella information in there that you need. And that's why you, when you take a picture like this, it hasn't worked out because you don't have the information on it, right? So anyway, at the, on the tour, I'm just figuring shit out. like. It's dark as fuck. The lights are changing, like smoke. You know what yeah. I mean? Small stages, large stages. And mind you, all I had was a, um, all I had was this 50 millimeter camera or 50 millimeter. This is a camera, bro. This is a camera that I've had probably uh, that I used for five years straight, bro. Only this. Like this with this 50 millimeter. So you lens. gotta keep it for life. I don't have to, but I will. I mean, no, it's like all the memories, like it travel with you to all these places yeah. and help you capture these moments. Yeah, but it's like, uh, you know, as a, hold on, wait a minute. As, as most 
photographers would like to say, you know, it's not the camera, it's you. So it's, For sure. I don't really put too much emphasis on the camera, but actually I do. I completely respect the camera because, you know. What you I, learn from that? Oh, my back. iPhone ain't really, uh, wouldn't really kick it. For sure, it would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or some other watch, or some other camera. For sure. What you learn, like, while you were on that tour, what did you learn outside of, like, taking cameras? What did you learn about just being in that space of... I learned that everybody has to travel, bro. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I can talk to you, and I can tell you ain't been nowhere. For sure. By how you talk. For sure. By your mindset. For you sure. Know you, you've never been anywhere. I can tell. That's why you think like that. That's why you talk like that, because you've only dealt with, you know, your surroundings. surroundings. You know what I mean? You wouldn't call that person that if you been to their actual country. So you see where they came from. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You've seen how, how, you've seen where they came from and then how they got next to you. And it's just like, damn, man, like, you came from over here? And then you over here now? Like, respect to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's why y'all cooking like that. Oh, y'all cook like with this? Oh, damn, it's a different flavor. For real. Oh, y'all eat bread different over here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's why you sit on the ground and eat because that's your culture. You know, you guys do that. As, as you know that's, that's what you guys do in your country it's how you share your meals you know what I'm saying people eat with their hands you go to certain places people eat with their hands you come over here and eat with your hands niggas looking at you weird niggas pulling out their phones they got memes about you you know what I'm saying that's not weird nigga. it's just what, you're weird what you eating with a fork for that dirty ass fork for real you know what I'm saying who All washed right. that fork do you know for real. no you don't but I wash these hands so I'm eating you know what I'm saying is that you your mind expands when you travel is what I'm trying to say. Not only does your mind expand, but you know, you, you, you make, your mind expands by what you see, but then you make, you meet different people and then your mind expands even more. Because what we do over here in America, you know, we, we feel like, we feel like whatever we're doing is what we're supposed to be doing. You go somewhere else, and they're living like how we live life, and they're like, yo, that's not living life. You guys think you're living life? For real. You, you think you're enjoying that meal? How are you enjoying that meal and you ate it in five minutes? For real. No, come over here. Sit down with the family. What the fuck you doing with your phone, man? No, put your phone in here, man. We, you don't even, you're not going to want your phone, man. We about to have such a great conversation over here because it's a tight family. We all here with a purpose, you know what I'm saying? We all had a, you know? Got present in the moment. Yeah, present in the moment. And that's just what we do over here. You know what I mean? So it, it's just about, bro, just traveling is just it's just necessary, bro. And, it's, and to me, it's like, there's so much more to see than where you're at. You know what I mean? And in my personal perspective, I want to see it for myself, bro. I don't want to have to hear your stories about how you went to Dubai, bro, and how it was so amazing. Yeah, you got to live it. Yeah. For real. Like, what? No. I got to see that for myself. You know, and then, what that gives you is that gives you, you know, a, a reason to just keep seeing other shit. Because so once you start traveling, then you see other shit. Like it, like it annoys me how people just go to Vegas so much. They go to Vegas and Atlanta and, and Miami, in Miami so much. Well, I asked you how much, how much you spend on a uh, Miami ticket. Um, my boy told me, oh yeah, bro, right now it's pretty cheap. You know, you get to Miami for like three hundred bucks round trip. All right, bet. How many times you been in Miami? Oh, Miami, hella times, man. I'm thinking about getting a place out there, go to the club. You want to go, bro? I got a lid over Miami. I'm like, all right, cool. No, I'm good, bro. 
because for the same amount of price that you just paid to go to Miami, you had a basic fund, you know what I mean, basic fund, I'm going to buy a ticket in my passport, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. And where it's a vibe, it's a different vibe. I don't really know anything about it, so I'm I can learn. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gonna come back? I can, and I can come back different. And I can then I can share that. I go to Miami. What I'm gonna bring back to share? Oh, bro, yeah, I almost got shot. For real, the same memories everybody yeah, else got. I almost got the shot. Parties, yeah, and parties, and sure. you know, not not saying that you can't travel and get the culture, bro. But you're not gonna expand your mind. You can you can leave somewhere far and come back with a lot, a lot to share. You'll come back with a lot of memories, or you you could, you should, and so, yeah, man, that's what you, that's what you learn on tour, and you, you, yeah, you just experience different shit, bro. So the, the the main thing is that you just you broaden your mind. For sure, and you get like new perspective, you get new goals too. Like you come back thinking things you never thought about before. Like exactly. damn, now I want this. I seen yeah. somebody have that. I can get that. Exactly, or I see somebody have that. No, I don't want that no more. For sure, for sure. You know, I didn't seen, I didn't been places, bro. Where people just have a ridiculous amount of money, and I'm just like, damn. Like, I got this amount of money. Do I really need five lions? You don't need five lions. Do I really need five lions here? And then over here, I got a different breed of lions, and then I got a monkey. And then I got a, uh, what did bro have? It was half, it was a zonkey. His actual name for it. A zonkey? A zonkey, bro. There's only about, I think there's only about eight in the world. It says very limited amount in the world. Dude had two of them. That's a flex. It's a flex, but I'm just like, bro, just, but you know what I'm saying? Your flex could feed a lot of people. You for know real. what I'm saying? If you, if you chose to just, I don't know, bro. Just, I don't know how it works. But if you just build some houses and let people live in, why don't you just take all that money and just build houses and let people live in it? You know what I mean? And then, and then from your other, from the two giraffes and the ostriches that you have, why don't you just create a job for those people that you just let move in, so then they can learn how to self-sustain their shit. You know what I mean? This is Dubai. This is real shit, bro. Real dude really have his own farm. Just for like, is it his, his entertainment? For yeah, his just for for you know celebrities come, they can come look at the farm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure they probably they might sell tickets. You know what I mean to make money off it, so it's a business. But it's really like it's not necessary. <laughs> That's my, my point. It's like you have so much money that you just you do that people do stupid things with. So I'm just like, yeah, I I, I know the amount of money that I feel like I would need to enjoy my life, and then also you know benefit others, and then that's that's it. Dope. So then, like, one of the last things I want to like focus in on is always good. Yeah. Like your brand. Can you talk about that? Yeah. See, it's something else that's natural, right? So, always good started by you know people just asking, you know, how are you doing today? And you know, probably before, uh, I you answer like everybody else. You know, like when somebody you be at the bank, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Perfect. Um, you know, how can I help you after that? Or your friend might ask you, how are you doing today? And you might just be like, I'm straight. Or you might really dive in. You know what I mean? You're like, man, I'm going through it. Woo, woo. So-and-so tripping. Whatever. Right? I went to Mexico a couple of times uh, when I was in college. With my, my boy, uh, Todd Sondroff, he started a nonprofit called the 
uh, change of heart foundation. So pretty much, uh, he he would just post on Instagram, not Instagram, Facebook, saying, "Yo, I'm going to Mexico to build houses for people who wants to help." You know, anybody can help. Like, who wants to help? And I I grew up with him. I went to uh, same high school with him. And uh, so I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure, I want to help." You know, just naturally like. Going to Mexico, I've never been to Mexico, you know, it's like I've always wanted to travel. So any reason to travel, I mean, I'm down, you sure. know what I mean, as long as it's a good reason. Like, yeah, we want to build houses for people, for sure. In Mexico, for sure. Her tacos were amazing over there. I got to see it, you know what I mean? I heard about it. You guys talked Spanish to me all throughout fucking high school and shit. And you know, I got, now let me go see where y'all from. Let me see what it's about. You know, that was my idea. And then let me help people at the same time. That's beautiful. So that's what we did. We would go, you know, a group of people, um, sometimes some new people, and sometimes the same people would go. I probably did it about six times, I think, or if not six times, I think I built, helped build around six, seven houses. It's a dope experience for you. Yeah, dope experience, you know what I mean? To be able to change somebody's life in a dip. For real. Never to be seen again, never to be heard of again, you know what I mean? Because uh, in Tijuana, the community that we helped a couple times, their whole community was built on a retired dump. So like literally, literally garbage is on the floor. You know, they're building their houses out of uh, old advertisements and tires and shit like that, bro. It's crazy. But it's beautiful because you just see everybody still smiling, still enjoying life. Nobody's complaining. Motherfuckers got to walk miles to go to work and school. Kids by themselves. You know what I'm saying? You need to be six years old. You walking by yourself to school. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. Sure. No matter where you are, it's weird. For real. But that's the conditions that they're in, and they're doing it. Fuck it. This is what we got to do. Little kids still talking about I'm going to school. It's a different lifestyle. It's a different real. lifestyle. It's a different yeah. hunger. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, that's that's coming from the bottom, man. That's, that, For real. Man, that's the bottom. And you live in a dump, bro. That's the bottom. The fuck with these niggas they're in the trenches. You in the trenches, bro. You got a, you got a whole house, bro. There's a right. toilet in there. You got running water. You got running water. Even if it don't run, it's supposed to. You just got to pay it and turn it on. These niggas don't even got the water to turn on. For real. You know what I'm saying? They got to go over here to the church. And then at the church, we built a fucking uh, water filtration system for them. A whole tank. And we brought the tank. The water tank. You know what I mean? From San Diego. That's real dope. Real dope. And then dipped. That's the best. That's the best part. You know, I, I want to help somebody and dip off on them. Just want to like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? That's some Batman shit to me. That's For like real. real, like, you know what I'm saying? Super. That's fly to me. You know what I'm saying? That's fly. And uh, and it just it, to me that would just give me aspirations. Like, damn, these niggas just came and did some shit. Just blessed us real quick. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, man, we built a couple of houses, but once, once I came back from Mexico, bro, I just realized that we have nothing to complain about over here. Nothing, in those conditions, nothing to complain about. So that's when, you know, people ask me, how are you doing, man? I'm always good. I got all of this. You're asking me how I'm doing, I'm at a store. That I can I could buy anything I want in the store. There's nothing that I cannot afford in this grocery store. You know what I mean? Zero things. Like I have I'm blessed to to have that. You know what I mean? And then I'm about to go get in my car, which I can afford 
to pay off. You know what I mean? I own my car. You know, there's just so many things. When you start thinking about how blessed you are and all the the little things that truly matter, you know what I mean? Be like, yeah, man. Somebody, you know, somebody just broke in my apartment and stole all my shit, and you know, did me dirty, lied to me, and all this. But I got an apartment. I had things for them to steal. I, you really break it down like that. You still so blessed. There's still other things you still have. You know what I mean? That are that are beyond materialistic. Um, and you got the ability to get more. You, yeah, you have the mindset, the ability, and, and now you'll you'll have the hunger to get more. You know sure. what I mean? So it's, it's you know, yeah, it's a, it's a temporary loss, but you're still good. Is my point. You still have life. That's a grand scheme of it. It's not even about getting things back. It's the fact that you you're alive still. What more could you want? Or really? For sure. You know what I mean? Like you you might want to be. You might want to be whatever you want to be, but if you don't have the time to be it, then it doesn't matter. If you're not here to be that, it doesn't matter. So as long as you're here, you're good. Even if you have a terrible day, bro, you're good. So, then when people start asking me, how are you doing? Oh, I'm always good. How are you? I'm always good. Thank you for asking. First of all, thank you for asking me. Sure. Because maybe I'm not good. Maybe I'm going through it. Maybe I'm thinking about doing something that I shouldn't be doing all because I don't have anybody else to express it to. Because to me, at this moment right now, it doesn't seem like anybody else fucking cares. You know? And that's how some people think, because that's how I've thought at times, so I know it's a regular thought. Sure. But if somebody asks, how are you doing? Try it for yourself, bro. Before you ask somebody, when you go outside, before you ask somebody to do something for you, especially if they're working, ask them how they're doing. A lot of people will be like, they'll look at you and smile. Cause it's like, damn, like somebody cares about me. Here I am working like a fucking robot, you know, forgetting I'm human. And then you, by you asking me like, how are you doing today? You know, that, that, it really brings people back and just being like, oh shit, like somebody cares. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm doing great. Or, man, I'm going through it, man. This, this is a shitty ass day, man. These fucking customers, you see these motherfuckers I gotta deal with? <laughs> you know what I mean? But regardless, they have the opportunity to express that other than just, other than just ignoring the fact that, you know. That they're human, that they're That they're human, that people are there, that people exist, that people aren't just here to serve you. Like, For real. what? I think I'm, I'm, I'm not at fucking Target because I want to be. You know, I'm Target because I needed a job and they was hiring. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be serving you. You know what I mean? So for you to come at me like I owe you something, like I owe you anything, come on, bro. You wouldn't talk to me outside like this. You wouldn't talk to me this way if I wasn't at this job. Because you would talk to me, you would see me for who I am, not for who I work for. You know what I mean? For real. Because now you feel like you don't have to address me as a human because I, I work here, so I work under the rules, so I have to behave a certain way, which is going back to why I don't like jobs. You know what I mean? Kind of dehumanizes people, makes them more robotic. For sure. You know what I mean? But when you work for yourself, you, it's all you. All you. So, yeah, man, that's where the always good came from, just from that saying. And then it, 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 when I do that, people are like, you're always good? I say, yes, I'm always good, you know, no matter what's going on in my life. Like, I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to be blessed with this day. I'm so thankful to be talking to you. I'm so thankful that you asked me how I was doing. I'm just so thankful that I'm good, even if I'm not, even if I'm not feeling good right now. I'm still good. And that's the truth. 
that will, if I'm not good right now, it's because it's something it's emotional. You know what I mean? And emotion fluctuates, so who cares? Because I, you know, I could uh, crash my car right now, just be mad and upset and, and whatever. And then in, in that same five minutes later, I could get a call for somebody need a photo shoot and they budget $10,000. You know what I'm saying? They budget forty thousand, hundred thousand dollars. Anything can happen. That's my point. For you sure. know what I mean? Then my emotions will change. Now I'm happy again. I'm like, fuck this car. I'm gonna buy a new car. You know what I mean? So it's like emotions aren't even anything to pay attention to unless you kind of capture it. Got you. Smooth. So before we slide out, is it what game would you leave? Like one piece of game or a gem that you would drop on anybody listening, regardless of age or gender? I would say do do what you want. Think for yourself, man. Smooth. Think for yourself. That's the biggest thing. Think for yourself. Don't even don't, don't even think past that. First, think for yourself before you do something. Before you do something you heard from somewhere else, do the research. You know what I mean? So you can get your own perspective of it. Before you, yeah, that that's my main thing, bro. It's because what I do. I just think I'm not about to trade who I am for anybody. And before I ask somebody for something, I first have to ask like if I can do it myself, you know. And that's in that even thinking, you know, that for me asking you a pay, like, what do you think I should do about this? Like, first of all, before I ask you, let me ask, what do I think I should do? And maybe I need to sit back and think about that for uh, you know ten minutes or maybe ten months, whatever it may be, you know. But the point is that I'm just thinking and I'm doing it. Uh, myself because I think a, a lot of things today you know people just watch what they see on Instagram and they try to they try to copy it or or um, no nah, no I would say that I would say you know people just don't people don't think for themselves bro so you just get the same shit you can look at it from anything from music to you know, anything on Instagram, TikTok, you know, people are just, somebody does something cool and everybody else does it. Everybody does the same dance, you know, everybody does it. Da, da, da. No. The more individuals we have, the more individuals' minds we have, I believe, is the easiest way to come together. Sure. Because we, then we respect each other's perspectives and we get them. You give me your, your perspective and I give you mine, then we can come to a mutual ground. But if I give you somebody else's perspectives from me, and then you, you confront me about that or you ask me about it and I can't answer those questions because they're not true to me, they're true to them. You know, now we're getting conflicting information and shit like that. Gotcha. So, yeah, man, long story short, um, is to think for yourself, be yourself, no matter what, no matter where it leads you, you're going to be you're gonna be where you're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Because you know what to do. Even if you need to change things about yourself, you change them about yourself, but be yourself. And to uh, just never quit Three gems right there. Yeah, you don't never quit. Yeah, if you don't do them things, you don't do them things. Uh, man, where you want to be is where you'll be. I, at least I hope. Shit, that's that's my mentality. I'm trying to get there, man. You see, you see. For sure, you gonna get there. Yeah, For sure. So, so yeah, man. So uh, you always good. Um, take pictures, print them out. Print them out. The physical. Don't don't believe in the cloud in your phone. You lose your you lose your phone and something erases the cloud. You lose all your memories, man. Life is about memories. Keep your memories. Um, the, the, without the memories, it's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? You, you, it doesn't go anywhere. So, yeah, that would be it for me, man. Smooth. So I hit them with your your socials. Like, where should people follow you? 
at Jamil Najamal on Instagram. Um, for the always good merch, I have always good dot online um, where you can support that. Always good is the uh, said the promotion of daily appreciation of life. You know, and I like to say from the always good is that you don't necessarily buy it for yourself. You know, the point for me is for you to buy it as a gift, for you to see somebody that you know is going through something that, you know, can can really use an uplifting message. And that's the true reason why I put it on, I put the words on the hoodie, is just so you can give somebody the message that they can wear, you know, and, and, it, and it has that message. It's a, and it's a positive affirmation. How are you doing today? I'm for sure. always good. You know, so, yeah, so it's meant to be a gift for others. And then there's always good market, which is the Instagram I'm uh, building up for always good clothes, man. So that's that's what I got going. Dope, man. So we about to sign out. Uh, definitely appreciate you giving your time, your energy, yeah. being present, you know? Yeah. Letting us document you right now. Exactly. It's beautiful. It's dope, I appreciate it, man, because, uh, you know, it's necessary, man. Like I was telling you, man, with camera, cameras, the world ain't nothing without us. Sure. It don't exist. You don't see it, it don't exist. For sure. It's gonna live past us. Yeah. So damn, with that, don't dialogue, Black Monopoly, we out. Love, love. Smooth, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, it's Gucci, man.